Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believed You, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today is an episode of High Strangeness. So we're going to be sharing some stories with you guys from um, from Reddit and the internet and things like that. And yeah, should be buckle in for some creepy, weird, unexplained stories. But before we do that. Oh. Oh, is he, were you going to say something? I was just going to quickly say that uh, the podcast that I listen to all the time, uh, Bigfoot Collectors Club, um, they brought up the, the Wolfman from... Oh, did they? Uh, yeah. Okay. How do you say Amar... Do you say Amarillo? Do you say... Am- you don't Amarillo? say Amarillo. Right, no, Amarillo? No. I feel like they were trying really hard to say it correctly. <laughs> and oh, they okay. Were like, um, they, didn't, they weren't saying Amarillo, but they are like... I'm a, I I'm a, don't know, Amarillo, Amarillo or something. Something like that, yeah. And I was like, no, you could just say Amarillo. Amarillo. Like, yeah. even I am like Amarillo. Well, like, anyway, u- but, like Uvalde, I do say Uvalde, but yeah. I know like a lot of people say Uvalde or you, something like or that. Or Uvalde. Or like, <laughs> like Refugio, like I say Refugio or ref- yeah. yeah, Refugio or something like that, but it's a According to them, like the people who live there, I think it's like refu- refurio Refu- or something. Refurio? No, 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 oh. no. It's like with an R. It's like refu- refurio or refurio, something like something weird. weird like that. I'm like, yeah, that's not yeah. how you say that. Yeah, that's literally a, a word in Spanish. It's like Guadalupe. Yeah, the street here. It's like no, no, no. It's Guadalupe. Yeah. It's like uh, no, it's Guadalupe. I'm like, mm, okay. I think that's that's my wife's middle name. I think I know how to say right. uh, Guadalupe. But also San Jacinto. Yeah. Not San San Jacinto. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Continue. Before we get into it, what was going on? Oh, no. I was going to say, have you been watching Umbrella Academy? Wait, it came out already? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Today's the 20th. Well, yeah, it came out yesterday, the 22nd. No, I mean, like we were talking about right before we started recording is yesterday I had to watch the final episode of obi-wan which to be was fair, the final episode epic. of kenobi was amazing it was epic like i want to paint the scene where do you know what i'm oh. talking about oh with with vader yeah when his yeah, mask is all fucking, well yeah. i don't want to do spoil alerts but i mean it's not really right it's just it's broken that's all i'll say yeah. and he just looks all like fucking badass i was like i want to paint it, that like i don't know and the the, the thing that pisses me off so much is that that's it it's not coming i back. know well that's all yeah. there is they're teasing not teasing but saying like well maybe like obviously i um, hope so because you and mcgregor yeah. i was gonna say ethan mcgregor you and mcgregor and uh um hayden christensen yeah hayden christensen are both like yeah like i'd be down for a season two but it's also like and the director now just recently i read an article was like that would be fun, but it's like, okay, but are you guys actually going to do it? Well, that's the same um, thing with Moon Knight because I think Moon Knight yeah, is also thing. a mini series that they they were only they're only supposed to do one uh, thing, but it's like, dude, like I feel like Moon Knight is something that you like that you it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for that to be a mini series. This makes a little bit more sense, yeah. although I'd want them to do more because like I yeah. feel like the last episode was barely like it. Not that it it just got good, but like. That's what I was expecting to see earlier, Halfway but through. it, yeah, but it makes sense that it, it didn't, it like it, it makes sense the way it happened. And I'm just yeah. going to say right now, I loved 
Princess Leia. Oh, she was so she was, she was fucking she was perfection. Perfect, dude. I yeah. wish I could have a little girl like her. Like <laughs> even though well, she'd make me fucking yank my hairs out with how oh mischievous she is, but yeah. just how smart and witty and snarky she fucking is. Oh yeah. my god, she was she was perfect. I, I and yeah. then I had to I was like, where has this little girl been? And she apparently she came out in Bird Box. Oh, really? Yeah, she was a little girl from Bird Box. I haven't actually seen Bird Box, oh, which okay. I know I have to, and for some reason, Carlos let Arya into the bedroom, so I'm sorry if you can hear her little pitter-patters, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I didn't... Was she the little girl on Bird Box? Yeah, she was oh, the... okay. Because huh. you know how she had twins, right? I think she had yeah. twins, right? Or she, yeah. Well, she had two kids, yeah. Like, it was, I think kids. they literally just called boy them boy and girl. Yeah. I think that's, they were the names. <laughs> well, it's funny that you're bringing up that the thing, too, because mom was... I guess just recently watched it and she's like, yeah, th- I thought it was so weird that she would just call him boy and girl. And then I was like, wait a minute. I used to call Eric and Michelle boy and girl all the time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but you said it in an affectionate way. She said it in a way that is to not get attached to them because she yeah. thought they would die. <laughs> There's a difference <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> but, yeah. So I think dad yeah. also, well, dad still calls me boy or son. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought she was perfection. She was, I, yeah. I think she was like one of my, f- I mean, I love you and McGregor as Obi Wan. I love you and McGregor in any period. Yes, is. I know. My my <laughs> Chris, wife specifically Christian in Moulin yes, Rouge. I was about to say my wife does not recognize him as Obi Wan. She calls oh, him Christian. No, but for real though, like legit, there is there is a, a part where he was like, uh, he's like, you promised, you promised me. Like in in the Kenobi series, I was like, oh my god, that's what he says to Satine in Moulin Rouge. Like, and he said it exactly the same way. Like, obviously, it's the same actor, and his voice mm. sounded the same, right? But I was like. I'm watching Mulan Rouge. And it's like, no, this is and then Kenobi. <laughs> I love the way he like he mimics or like he he speaks very similar to the original Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh, so that's what I was I now this has become a fucking nerd Star podcast. It's nerd okay. po- <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's space related. Um, it's aliens. Yeah, there you go. No, Carlos, like the whole time we were watching was like, oh, that's an iconic line. Oh, that's also an iconic line. Oh, that's yeah. an iconic line. And the whole like when he meets Luke, and he's like, hello there. Oh, um, I was gonna say I like I um, wanted to say I was like I felt like that was kind of like a spoilerish thing because like you're waiting for him to say it the whole fucking season and then like when when well, I was I was expecting him to say hello there and then because and then he like halfway he just like when they go to that one planet and they meet up with the that guy that it was, was like a tease yeah he was like hello and I was like where's, where's the there <laughs> And then when he says yeah. it at the end, I'm not going to say who he says it to, but he yeah, says yeah, it at the course. end. Uh, I was like, yes. And then the very, very end, I was like, yes. Yeah, like, it was perfect. Yeah. It was like the perfect ending to the the series. The series. I, I know a lot yeah. of people were complaining that it was slow. Uh, somebody specifically from our family was complaining that it was slow. Yeah. I know who you, you could probably figure out who. Yeah. But uh, the I think it's definitely. never defini- likes anything. Yeah. I think it's definitely worth the watch. Um, For sure. And and also super cheesy, like there's lots of cheesy moments, but f- I was speaking to another Star Wars friend and they're like, Star Wars is super cheesy. <laughs> like yeah. There's a lot of cheese in it. So like, it's not, you know, of course, this, you know, this one's going to have a little bit of cheese in it also. And I'm like, mm-hmm. right, I like cheese, I guess. Well, it's like, it's like in the Mandalorian, how they, um, how it's like a Western, like a, you yeah. know, basically, yeah. you know, um, but yeah. Well, the reason I brought up uh, 
Umbrella Ten Academy. Yeah, the reason I brought <laughs> up Umbrella. Okay, sorry. Because, go ahead. Oh, because because I asked if you were watching Umbrella Academy and you said no. Remember oh, we were yeah, talking yeah. about Kenobi and and Miss Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um, but the reason I brought up Umbrella Academy was because, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's not really a spoiler because it, it like it's right on the first episode. One of the new characters that they they bring in, oh, um, yeah. she. Uh, because if you saw the if you've seen the first you know the first two seasons and the second season at the very end it's you know they come back and you know obviously there there's a new set of you know it's a new academy oh, it's yeah, not the umbrella yeah, academy right, the sparrow right. academy I totally forgot yeah yeah so then so one of the characters from this that sparrow academy or whatever um her power is that she like has ravens like come out of her cool. but she but she's blind so the ravens come out of her and and she like one of the characters makes a comment to her about being blind. Allison says something about oh you're mm. blind and she goes some she says something to the effect of like not necessarily and then uh one of the birds is like flying around hovering around the top of the room and it's you see like from the bird's perspective. So that's what she's seeing. So the birds are like her eyes. And I know that's we had talked about something oh, yeah, yeah. like that in one of the episodes before. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is what me and Michelle were talking about that one time. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that wasn't it unless we were projecting no. or <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, it definitely wasn't it. But I will say I'm already on the last two episodes and it just came cool. out yesterday. I have a feeling we're going to probably. Well, see, I don't like binging. Oh, like Peaky Blinders. Sorry. This is the last show that we're going to talk about. I promise. And then yeah. <laughs> we'll get into the stories. But Peaky Blinders, like this last season, I was like, we need to stretch this out because I cannot not have Peaky Blinders in my life anymore. And that and one's like won. only six episodes. I know. Yeah. I mean, we I think we binged probably like the first four and then we were at the mm. last two and I was like, no, we're going to wait like a whole last week until we watch the season. Like I couldn't. He's like, do you want me to put it? I'm like, no, please don't. Um, it was fucking epic also. And I loved it. And it was the perfect ending. So but still. I also recently started watching Peaky Blinders so like for me the fact that this is just coming out is like oh perfect because I think I, I finished watching season five like a month or two ago but for whatever reason I got I got a whole bunch of like those shorts on YouTube that were like uh it it talks about oh, what the fuck Ep- no not Epsilon it's Sigma Sigma males and they're like Sigma male whatever like Thomas Shelby's a Sigma male because of like this and that that he does and they were literally fucking putting a bunch of scenes from Peaky Blinders like oh. the new the new season so I literally know like what happens to some of the main characters I'm like god damn it dude like you're not gonna expect anything that happens well obviously you know about one death right you're mm-hmm. not gonna expect anything that happens but then once it's all done you're like well why would I expect anything less mm-hmm. so I'll just leave it at that because okay. Because when I, like, you know, I was expecting something and I was like, well, it's, this is it. Like, this is the end. And I was like, this is what's going to happen. Let me prepare myself. And then I was like, fucking plot, fucking twist. And mm. and I loved the way it ended and I felt good about it. And it was yeah. great. So And see, I've been putting off Peaky Blinders because because of st- a lot of the stuff that I had already seen. I was like, well, I already saw a lot of the good stuff. It was like, no. so then, so then Umbrella <laughs> Academy came out and my two favorite characters from umbrella academy are number are five Mm -hmm. and and klaus those are like my two favorites but anyway so 
Yeah, we got like super off topic because I was even I was gonna bring well, up. Well, I'm something cutting else. all of this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, so. Um, what, what other? I forgot. There was something else that I, that I wanted to say, but it's not important. Anyway, so I don't know what Mich- what uh, out of those you know whole 15 minutes <laughs> is actually gonna be in here, guys. We've been going at it for like 15 minutes already, and we've been talking about um, TV shows. TV shows. <laughs> uh, oh, I was gonna say something about Ozark. Because uh, that's another I show that I watched. I think it. mom, mom just watched it. So then, okay. So I won't say anything about it. I, I don't know if you are going to watch it or not, but probably not because Carlos watched it without me, without asking if I wanted to watch it. So there's that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was somebody died at the end of that one that I was hoping wouldn't die, but it kind of made sense. And then somebody didn't die that I was praying would die, and so. All right, guys, let's get into these uh, <laughs> stories of high strangeness. Uh, so I fi- I'm finally going to tell this one that I've been holding on to for, um, well, it's only been since like okay. our last stories, month, but, yeah. <laughs> but it feels like a lot longer than that. I really don't. Really, that's why I said two months, but yeah, it's only been a month. It's yeah. been only been a month, but it feels like, you know, we haven't done a stories of high strangeness, like Michelle said, in like two months at least. But, uh, yeah. So this one is off of Reddit from Bo Delta and it says, one night, I think this is one I brought up with Marnie. One night with a Ouija, yeah. with a Ouija turned me from a skeptic into a believer. Twice in my life, I've used a Ouija board. The first time I did it, it didn't seem to work all that well. The board was a bit dodgy. And there was one person in the group who was certain, who <laughs> I was certain was moving the glass for theatrics. I couldn't prove it, but I had no doubts. The answers... So the questions were sketchy at best, and not all of them made sense. The one thing that maybe might have proved it was real proved it was real was that I remember for weeks after we did it, our cat at the at the time would just sit outside of the doorway and stare. Right in the direction of where we had set it up. We all noted that it was kind of weird as she had never done that before. But he eventually stopped and we forgot about it and moved on. Perhaps we didn't didn't make a Perhaps we did make a connection and our setup was just wrong or our etiquette was off. Either way, I remained largely unconvinced that largely unconvinced that we had contacted contacted actual spirits. The second time though was an entirely different outcome. A few years later a few years later and I had moved across the country to attend university. Uh, one day me and my some of my uni friends got on the topic of Ouija, of the Ouija and decided we had we'd have a crack at it one night. But this time, we do it properly. One of my friends was quite an esoteric esoteric sort of guy, and he did some research on how to properly do it. None of, none, of the other besides, none of the others besides me had tried the Ouija at this point, so we were mostly going in blind. But my friend made us a proper board set up and even used a sage smudging stick to cleanse the room of, a ba- of bad energies, as he put it. That was in quotations. Mm. Once that was done, the four of us sat down and got to it. I will mention that I was still very skeptical. So I went in with the mindset of carefully observing the other guys to see if they were messing with a glass at all. But throughout the entire session, the movement was so fluid and precise that all my doubts quickly evaporated. And I was genuinely astounded that there was a supernatural entity interacting with us throughout this entire session. But that wasn't the only reason I started believing. The conversation we had with the spirit was so clear and yet so bizarre that I'll remember it forever. One thing my esoteric friend said was paramount to the experience 
was courtesy. So we started off basically asking if there were any spirits available to speak to us. And when we got a yes, we introduced ourselves and asked if it wouldn't mind speaking to us for a bit. Another yes. We apologized for intruding. I made it clear that the spirit did not have to answer any questions. It didn't want to. And then we began our questioning in earnest. I won't type out a transcript, but here's the basics. The spirits we were speaking to, the spirit we were speaking to was a soldier killed in 1984 and he was from Yemen. He quit. He quite enjoyed the afterlife or wherever he was at the time. He made it very clear to us that death was not the end and there was nothing for us to fear in the afterlife. He said the concept of heaven and hell were untrue. He also said reincarnation was possible. I then remember asking if it was a Buddhist style of reincarnation to which we received a yes, no. I interpreted that as sort of. After all this, we then decided amongst ourselves to wrap things up, having already had our minds blown away by what we just experienced. We said thanks to the spirit and wished it all the best. We also waited for the spirit to say goodbye to us. This was an important part, according to my friend, as it would as it would allow the spirit to return to its own realm easily. And that was it. I walked out of the room with a strange feeling of bewilderment and yet also enormous, enormous relief. If what the spirit said was true, I had no reason to believe it was lying to us intentionally. Then death was almost something to look forward to. I considered myself a pure atheist up until this point, but this one night rattled the belief so hard that I no longer consider myself as as such. And I will always have the memory of my Yemeni friend to prove otherwise. And they just say, thanks for reading. If anyone has any questions about my experience, feel free to ask, uh, ask away. I'm more than happy to answer them in the comments. And then somebody said, has anyone tried uh, using a Ouija board while blindfolded with another person just watching? Uh, if you heard. So like the. Uh, Estes method. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I read, somebody said, I've read up about re- reincarnation. It's a very old concept believed by Hinduism. Buddhism's uh, came out of Hinduism and goes back many years. Uh, and then somebody else said that the the Ouija board also ske- uh, turned them from skeptic to a believer as well. That the first three or so tries didn't work. Even the fourth didn't work for the first hour. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then they said something about the Hasbro to- toy company making them. So uh, what the toy company that makes them should stop opening portals to hell. <laughs> consumerism that support yeah. hell. um so if i go down to brownsville that week that i'm off from work will you use a ouija board with me oh. <laughs> Fine. only if you take the doll with you send me a picture maybe i will you know what okay. fuck it you keep bothering me about it if she's cute maybe if she's cute like my nun, like my nun, like I can tolerate her. Like she's cute. Okay. She's creepy but cute. Like and those she's other a nun, pictures. So in my mind, you like know. those other pictures that we sent of you, like I thought those dolls were creepy, and you said that one of them was a vibe, and you said something. You said because <laughs> he was, because he was, just, it was just like chill and like super uh, chill. I don't know, and yeah. it just that was, it was like that's a vibe, and I didn't think those are too creepy. It's wow. it's when they're like more human like like the one that I'm pretty sure you're talking about because I I feel like I distinctly remember her and that's the one that I hid in my closet behind all my clothes because I never wanted to see her 
it's when they're like more human like that it creeps me out even more yeah but so if they're like yeah like if they're more cartoony or like cute or not realistic like i, I can tolerate that because it's like well you don't look like a tiny little human that's gonna try and murder me in my sleep like chucky you know mm-hmm. no okay uh do i go yeah well okay no i was just gonna say like i part of me is kind of surprised that a skeptic would want to use a Ouija board. But I mean, I guess if you're like, this is all bullshit, then you're not going to believe anything that happens. But then now it like turns you into a believer, I guess. Right. So I guess that Mm -hmm. makes sense too. Um, Speaking of skeptics before we move on, what was was that guy's, the the guy that we had on what was his podcast. I just saw it recently. Um, Unquestionable. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Calvin. Yeah. Calvin. So I think I recently saw on his Instagram that he did um he did an episode with like a pastor or something like that. I oh. kind of really want to watch that one because hmm. then I just saw re- like I think yesterday or today that he posted something about a Bible and somebody said something about him like have you actually read scripture or something like that? And he showed like a a video of his um, Bible and how it's all like marked up and he's yeah, got like little yeah. it's crazy. I remember him saying that he he like went through it too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd be interested if it's, if it's anything like. Isn't that what he wanted actually? Well, hold on. Sorry, multiple thoughts in my mind. I one, I'm wondering if it's anything like the flat earther that he had on. That I was like, holy shit, that was lots of drama, yeah. and I loved watching that. So I wonder if it's anything like that. Mm-hmm. But too, when he was on our podcast, he said he's because we kind of got into religion a little bit in the Bible yeah. and like all that. And he said, I was like, I welcome anybody who wants yeah. to argue that. So I'm, yeah, that's yeah, Jerry Springer I, you know, shit I, right there. I want to see it. Yeah, I definitely remember him saying that. But I was so I but I saw him like post about it, and I was like, ooh, this could be fun to listen to. Yeah, because I I, I recently like felt like. Uh, and I think I said this that I've I've learned more about Bible verses from like atheists than I have from yeah. actually pe- like actual people who have read the Bible, yeah. just because they're coming at it from like a different, you know, perspective or point of view. So they they point out things that are in the Bible that you know usually like Christian people or people who like are really into religion and stuff like that won't, you know talk about and stuff so yeah it's it's interesting to say the least i like i like listening to atheist points of view on on the bible obviously i know it's it's usually like negative um not always it's almost like historical though yeah it's not just like yeah i don't know it's like when i go on ghost ghost tours and i'm like wanting something spooky to happen but really ghost Mm -hmm. tours are just history lessons which I, i like i'm not complaining about like that's always super fascinating too but i'm um but they can come at it from a history lesson point of view versus like just blindly believe what I'm telling you right now kind of way, I guess. Yeah. Um, Should I get into my story? Yes. All right. So this one is for, sorry, this one is from NSFW. This, this one is safe for work. Oh, probably. But that that's just their title. That's not the oh, okay. story. The story is fine. I promise. Okay. <laughs> I read through it. Um, is that oh, what that I mean, means? this is yeah. NSFW is not that. safe. Not safe for work. 
So if you ever see that, don't open it up around any kids. Good to know. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, again, this story is fine. That's just their title or their username. But the title is uh, Weird Things That Happened in My House When I Was Growing Up or Happened at My House. Well, I guess, I and then I guess, tech, sorry, just real quick. I guess technically okay. it doesn't really fucking matter anyway because our our it's episodes are marked as explicit anyway. So, it, you know, whatever. So this says, I posted the other day about the shadow people my mom and I would see at the top of the stairs, which now I kind of want to go back and see what that post was about, but I, I didn't this time around. Uh, but I thought I'd also mention some of the other things that happened at the house. It was definitely worth noting that my grandfather died in this house about eight years ago, or sorry, eight years after my parents moved in. I had been seeing the shadow people well before then. After my grandfather died, oh, after my grandfather died, dot, dot, dot. So the shadow people were separate from his grandfather passing away. Uh, My grandfather and my grandmother lived with us for a while. A portion of the house was sectioned off for them. They had a small 50th wedding anniversary clock. It was a decorative piece that my grandmother kept in a display case. It was battery operated, but no one ever installed batteries in it. No one ever heard it chime until my grandfather passed away. The clock was on the main floor, but in the living room, away from the family room where we would always be. If the clock chimed, you could hear it in the family room. But the thing is, the clock never chimed unless someone was in the room. Oh, and it's the room where my grandfather passed away. Of course it is, because why the fuck would it not be, right? Beyond this, we were, yeah, beyond this, we were having a family get together at the house about a year after my grandfather passed away. My mom was doing some dishes when her sister walked in and said, you know, he's here talking about my grandfather. And that kind of reminds me of Theo. I was like, oh, no, no, no yeah, Gra- like, your grandma's here. Like, just yeah. her, her bedroom door opens, like, super chill, like, nonchalant, like, whatever. <laughs> he hasn't said anything like that anymore. I wonder if, if he's still having those, like, experiences. But I don't really want to ask. Know. I'll ask. The thing was, my mom swears she saw my grandfather just a few minutes before sitting the chair, setting the chair he always sat in. She told me about that after we told each other about the shadow people. Uh, the reason my grandparents lived with us is because my grandfather had cancer and he was dying. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. My mom was a nurse before a stay-at-home mom, so she cared for my grandfather. Toward the end, toward the end of my mom, toward the end, my mom had a baby monitor set up next to my grandfather, so she could hear if he needed anything. For a bit after he passed away, my mom kept the baby monitor on to make sure. I know. I know. You're shaking your head. I'm reading this, but I can see you shaking your head because. That's recipes for EVPs. But also, like, Dad and Ruth had similar things. But hold on. Okay. Sorry. Well, okay. My dad kept the baby monitor monitor on to make sure my gran- my grandmother was okay by herself at night. If you read my other posts, you know that my mom was known to have trouble sleeping and would often be awake laying in bed. She saw the lights on the baby baby monitor light up, signaling sound, so she paid attention. That's when she heard my grandfather saying her name through the baby monitor. It only happened two or three times, and she never heard it again. 
Keep in mind that most of these experiences were in the first few years after he passed. To my knowledge, the clock has not chimed in a very long time. Beyond these stories, I saw an orb in my room once. I saw a dark humanoid figure in my parents' room standing on the other side of their bed and watched it sink down below into the mattress. No, thank you. Uh, There were also the shadow people my mom and I would see. Again, see other posts. If I remember any other stuff, I'll be sure to edit this post. Um, but yeah, I feel like, and I don't know. I mean, granted, I guess I could be like a, you're so used to like trying to monitor or like trying to see it or whatever that you think you're hearing or seeing stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but I, f- I don't know. Like- I, th- I think like baby monitors in general just kind of because because i feel like like i said it, it's like just a recipe for voices to come through because you're hearing like it's maybe not it, it may not be like super crazy white noise but you're getting like a, like a small little staticky white noise like in the background and then it's just easy i feel like it's easy for to be able to hear something through that you know what i mean yeah yeah what were you gonna say about dad uh just that no, they use them yeah, just I mean that they not that they had a baby monitor, but I mean like the the cameras and stuff that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because he said I that think, he like had seen like it that it almost looked like the sheets were like raising and. Uh, like it, it, yeah, like it looked like someone was laying in the bed or whatever. Now I'm gonna have to like call him and ask him, and or he probably is gonna hear this and call us and be like, yeah. let me clarify. <laughs> Yeah, he was but, like he's probably going to be listening to this, and he, he's going to be he's going to want to answer. Got it all wrong. Yeah. No, he's gonna <laughs> oh he's gonna want to answer in the moment, and then realize that it's not live. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, but I I get that because like sometimes when I watch podcasts, like I want to answer them too, and like you're like when they're yeah. getting shit wrong, I'm like, no, it's this, and I'm sure people do that all the time with us. They're like, oh, God, you all are so dumb. Like hundred percent like, guarantee. <laughs> Like last week when we were talking about Miles Teller and I couldn't remember that his name was Miles. I was Did like, you say Miles I Morales. Just no, kidding. I said, oh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, baby <laughs> monitors. And, and the thing is, too, like, why would you continue to, like, leave it on when they already passed? You well, because they had well, like, I guess, grandmother, right? Is that? Oh, that's right. The grandmother was, I assume they probably, yeah, she was probably still in the room. And oh, okay. Just... Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I was like, I, if, if they passed away, like I just, I would, you know, completely, although I know dad, um, for a little bit still had the camera on cause he just forgot to take it off. Yeah. And I remember I walked into the room cause it had, oh, just, yeah. it had just passed. <laughs> like he, I walked into the room and, and the camera like alerted him that somebody had, you know, moved in the room, but. I guess it didn't catch me moving in the room. Mm, so he yeah, kind of freaked out. And he was like, are you at the house? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, did you go into <laughs> grandma's room? I was like, yes, I did. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame him. Yeah. So this next story, unless you had anything else to add. No, that's it. Reminded me of you and your kid. Kind of. My kid? Really. Yes. Like the kid you take care of? Oh, I was like, I have a kid. Oh yeah, I have three alien babies. Apparently, yes. I was, I was kind of expecting uh, 
Craig to tell us we were visited by aliens, <laughs> but he didn't. So I was like, all right, cool. So we weren't. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's probably spirit. Um, so yeah, this one is from, <laughs> is kind of a cool Reddit name. Elmo does Molly. And it's okay. kind of weird because they're, they work at a daycare. So it's kind of fucked oh, up. So anyway, this is from Reddit. Uh, Elmo does Molly. And the title of this is Weird Thing a Kid Said. This is pretty short. The other day I was at work and a little girl says, hey, let's just say Jake. Hey, Jake is going home. There were no cars in sight and no parent had called and the kid wasn't supposed to leave for another hour. So I said, no, not yet, but he will in a few hours. And she was very sure this kid was going home. Five minutes later, I get a call from the kid's mom. He had a family emergency and was going home. I thought it was a weird coincidence until it kept happening with different random things. So I asked her parents about it and they said, yeah, she always knows stuff before it happens. It's very creepy, but she's always right. So the next time it happens, I asked her, how do you know? How do you always know what's going to happen? And she replies, there's a crack in my head and all the secrets go in. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Goals. And then somebody, no, that was it. Oh. So it was short. Yeah. Uh, And then somebody commented, it's all in your head. Seek help. I'm like, shut up, dude. But it reminded me of, because of, you know, the experience that the little girl had with that man. She just like knew and. You know how they say the kids are just like very open and attuned yeah. to, to things like that. So again, it was it was very short, but I was like, ooh, I kind of like that because it would be weird. Like if a kid just starts random or, or being the parents and your your kid is always saying stuff and then like it's happening and it's coming true or you know they're always right. It's like fuck, dude, that's well, crazy. It, it's hilarious. Well, a lot of things again in my mind. It's funny that you said the story and like reminded you of me, like the little girl that I took care of because mm-hmm. the the baby. Like, she's a year old now. Uh, she had this little toy, and she's been doing this thing where she she has something that she likes and she's excited about. She wants to give it to you. So, like, mm-hmm. you can see it, too. And so she just, like, reached her hand out, like, here, like, take it. And, she, I mean, again, she does this all the time, but she's usually trying to hand it to somebody. And today, like, right before I was about to leave, literally today, so that's why it's funny that you're saying this story, um she had this little toy and she started like reaching out to nobody and like even mom was like like there's nobody over there like who are you trying to give it to i was like no one that you can see um but i just thought it was did the little girl oh but she she doesn't speak yet no she doesn't speak yet i mean she's a year old and she knows like super duper actually she knows more sign language than she knows words which is kind of funny but uh but yeah, so she's like trying to give it to somebody who wasn't there. And and again, like she gives it to people. She's always trying to hand it to people. But like today when I was about to leave, she was like handing it out, just pointing it out into like the living room where like there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And mom literally said like, who are you trying to give it to? There's nobody there. And in my head, I was like, you just can't see them. I was like, bye. See you tomorrow. Your baby's a psychic. And this is the uh, sister of the other little girl, right? Yeah this, yeah, this is the sister of the other little girl that I was telling you about. That, and, and I haven't had any other, like, creepy, not creepy, but, like, experiences of, like, what are you seeing that isn't there? Uh, she just turned three. But now, yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was funny, like, with the baby today. With the story that you're saying, it just happened mm-hmm. to coincide, which is pretty great. Yeah. 
So I have a, a sleep paralysis uh, story for you guys. So this one's by Paige Lisa, a page with two eyes. And it's the subject is a sleep paralysis episode I had over a year ago that still terrifies me. To start, this is 100% true. I swear on my life that this happened, but whether or not you choose to believe me is totally up to you. A liar would say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> While we try and tell people about our out-of-body experiences and sleep paralysis, we're like, no, but it's true, it happened. Yeah. Just kidding. Okay. I still think about this experience all the time, though I really wish I could just forget about it. It's the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me. So I have sleep paralysis sleep paralysis episodes pretty often, maybe once every couple of months. A bit over a year ago, November 2020, I fell asleep on the couch and woke up to find that I couldn't move. I wasn't too scared as, like I said, this happens pretty often. I lay still for a moment before I begin to hear whispering and begin to panic a little bit. I can handle the paralysis, but the hallucinations terrify me. I listened to them for a minute before I felt myself move. And this kind of also reminded me of um, Victor. Mm. Because oh, when yeah, he yeah, falls yeah, asleep, yeah. it has like he hears like whispering and sounds and stuff like that. Uh, I was pulled off of the couch and suddenly everything became more hazy, which that part reminded me of my dream with grandma where I like got pulled out. And like before I actually met with grandma, it was all like hazy, like misty, cloudy. I was like, where the fuck am I right now? Um, I could hardly think straight and I wasn't scared anymore. I opened my eyes and saw myself laying on the couch. I had what you would call an out-of-body experience. The first and only time this has ever happened to me. I made it to the front door, which wasn't very far away as we lived in a smaller trailer home at the time. I don't know how exactly I got there, but I remember it being sort of difficult. My back was to the door now, so I used all of my energy to turn and see what was there. I saw this man, short, chubby, glasses. He looked sort of old and very friendly. I felt comforted by him. I couldn't say anything, but he spoke to me. He said, and I will never forget this, Your mom is very sick, and I came here to say how sorry I am. He watched me for a moment, and then suddenly I was back on the couch, and I couldn't move again. I was very shaken because this wasn't like anything I had ever experienced. I've hallucinated during sleep paralysis before, but this was very but it was never pleasant and I was always terrified. This was also the first time one of the figures spoke to me directly. It was also the first time I had seen a figure that wasn't shadow like. And like I said earlier, it had been my first out of body experience. I told my best friend who was staying over sleeping in my room. Uh, what had happened and she agreed it was creepy I cried while while telling her see and that's the thing is like I feel like if you have kind of like insane not insane emotions but like intense emotions attached to a dream you know or an experience like this like I feel like it's a little bit more than a dream um well I I hope not because I've had like dreams where somebody dies and then I'm like like I wake up crying. Maybe you think somebody's talking in the future. Well, I hope not, because that <laughs> means that you're probably gonna die in the future. Okay. Well, I am gonna die in the future. We're all dying. We're all gonna die. Hopefully not in the near future. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, 
if it was a car crash, then maybe that's how I go. Don't tell me. <laughs> um, I cried while telling her. I was paranoid for a few days that something would happen to my mom. Scary as it is, I forgot about it eventually, chalking it up to an unusually an unusually scary episode. Here's the weirdest part, and why I would never lie about something like this. In December of 2020, my mom died suddenly. I, wouldn't, I won't go into details as they are traumatizing and likely triggering. I haven't told many people about this as I don't think anybody will believe me. My mother and I were super close and I feel like he came to warn me or prepare me in a way. Has anyone had something like even slightly similar, similar happen to them? Uh, you know, and, and like a lot of people are like, yeah, like I have sleep paralysis all the time. And someone was like, astral projection and a lot of people were like yes i came here to say the same thing yeah um but yeah that's what i'm saying guys like there is i've if you have ever had a dream you know what a dream feels like you have dreams all the time they can be shitty dreams they can be great dreams but it's still a dream and then you have these quote-unquote dreams that are completely different than you've ever felt you remember them vividly you can feel like sensations like i don't know i just feel like there's a difference there and this is just kind of like an example of of that but i don't know that's just me i thought it was i like I, i'm i wonder who that that person was you know if she didn't recognize who who it was but like was it a friend of the mom or you know, yeah, who was that, basically? Yeah. That's crazy. That's all I got. Because it also made me think of of Biggs's uh, Gregory or Gregory. Gregory. Yeah. But yeah. it's not described the same because he said it was like a hooded yeah. figure, right? And this one. Oh, that's how did so it... creepy. This yeah. one was just like a normal guy. And, yeah. and he was like short and like kind of chubby and he wasn't scary. He was just kind of there mm. and. Was he was like paying key. his respects before the mom had even passed away. Mm -hmm. So that's what's kind of weird yeah. about it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, do um, you have a story for me? Yeah, I have two more. The longer one. And so I guess I'll just go with this one. And if we can't get to that last one, we'll save it because it's, it's, it is pretty creepy. Um, so this one is called Weird News 3634 from Reddit. 364. So the, the title of this is Strangers in Woods Acting Strange when they don't believe they are being watched. Hmm. So I'm not exactly a paranormal believer per se, but I'd have, I'd have a couple experiences while hunting or hiking that I just can't explain rationally. The most unnerving one happened probably seven or eight years ago. Normally, I'd hunt on some property that my family owns. I don't even remember the reason anymore that I decided to hunt on public land this time. Probably just a change of scenery. I remember that it was evening and fall, but it was a fairly uncharacteristically warm day. I got, the access road, I got to the access road and pulled off to the spot where everyone pulls off to park and walk in and noticed that there was a couple of old boys already there. Nothing too weird about them except there is no truck or vehicle for them to pull to have pulled in on. They also didn't have guns with them, but 
we're dressed, we're, but we're dressed in or hunter orange. But at the time, I just figured that they were backpackers or campers. There's not, there's not too far from this spot and a campground, and it's un, it's not uncommon for folks to spend weekends away from their family for some peace and quiet for their hunting trip. So, ba- I, it was written weird, but basically, there's there's campgrounds nearby, so that's why it wasn't weird for him to, you know, have seen them. Mm-hmm. Anyway. They seem friendly enough, and there was absolutely nothing said to make them seem nothing said, like meaning that they didn't say anything to make them seem any different than hundreds of other fellows I've met hunting. They were just a couple of hillbillies from the sounds of it. We shot the shit for a couple of minutes. They took off, and I sat on my phone for a bit trying to give them a head start because I was afraid they'd drive off the squirrels. Except I really didn't wait long enough. Probably probably like 10 minutes up the trail, it curved to the left, but I heard noises coming from direct, directly from ahead. It sounded bigger than a squirrel, but I also like seeing any sort of animals, and it didn't sound too far off the main path. I'm not sure what he was trying to say there, but mm-hmm. I guess he thought it, he didn't think it was any other animals yeah. or that there weren't any other animals around. When I crept off the path, the ground started to drop, so I was able to look down and see my new pals but not acting right at all. This is going to be very hard to explain without a visual, but they just weren't moving like normal people. Their movements were jerky and it almost, and it's almost like they'd forgotten that things like knees and other joints were able to bend. I didn't stick around long because frankly it was fucking terrifying. I backed away slowly and quit. uh, Oh, backed away slow and quiet to the trail and then hauled ass back to my car. I've spoken with several of my more open-minded outdoorsmen in the area, and none of them had ever heard of anything like that. Drugs were the most common theory that I've heard, and I know that's the logical assumption, but man, I've seen folks on a lot of different drugs, and those were movements, and those movements just look too scarily unnatural. I've done some Googling in the years since for similar incidents in the area, but have yet to find anything that sounds like it. Somebody said ketamine. Uh, somebody else who's called Cowboys on Ketamine <laughs> responded, <laughs> my first thought was DXM. I've heard of DMT, but I've never heard of DXM. But yeah. I'm not into drugs, so I, I don't what? know. What? Really? Just yeah. Uh, uh, and then they said it makes you do some something dubbed RoboWalk that is very similar to what op- OP described. But it's not the kind of drug I see hillbillies using and doesn't really kick in within 10 minutes that way. Posting anyway, because it could be an explanation if anyone has a similar experience and references this post in the future. And then somebody said Skinwalker. And then somebody uh, named Space Boner said, my native friend has made me very scared of uh, of even typing out that word. And then some oh, wow. somebody said, odd people in the woods is an uncommon supernatural occurrence. Do you feel like you can remember what the features are, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, yeah. And then somebody said, uh, then a lot of people started uh, commenting about the guy from uh, Men in Black. Yeah. Like how he moves yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I was also thinking about, uh, do you watch American Horror Story at all? I do not. Okay. Well, this last season... I think it was called like double feature, which is fucking weird. But like half of it was vampires and half of it was aliens. Um, but the vampire portion of it, like they, it was basically basically this 
like I can't even honestly remember where it takes place, like maybe in Maine or like Maryland or something. But during like the winter season or like during a specific season, like everybody moves out. Uh, so yeah. it's very quiet and all these like they call them like druggies. Like you think they're drug addicts, but they're actually vampires. But there's vampires that do well and are successful and are like above like the lower class vampires, which is fucking weird, whatever. But these like lower class vampires just look like druggies and they're all like shriveled up, like, you know, cheekbones and like ribs, you know, protruding and whatnot. And they just like move super creepy and nobody talks about it because they're like, oh, no, they're just drug addicts. And it's like, are they? Yeah. Or are they something else? Because they're literally eating humans. <laughs> but uh, so like kind of reminded me of that. No, but the Volturi would be the high class. Yeah, that's what I mean. Vampires, like, where like people disappear and like you don't. Well, you have to watch this double feature, and then you'll get what I'm saying. But yeah, because there's high class ones where like people just come over and they magically disappear. But then there's the ones that are eaten at the graveyards, when that's like the druggy, quote unquote druggy, uh, vampires. Vampires. And spoiler alert, not really. The whole thing starts with kind of a drug, and that's how they become vampires. But mm. it's a whole thing. Coronavirus vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I hope you guys know that's truly a joke. Yes. Knowing he's in the medical field and he would not be serious about that. Okay, just I just want to clarify that. Okay, so I picked this one because, one, it was in Texas, and two, it was a visitation dream. So I wanted to kind of, I didn't mean to have, like, two visitations in one, but uh, I guess technically the other one was kind of, sort of a visitation slash astral projection slash out-of-body experience. But anyway, uh, this is from DWP4U. I hope that's not something gross, is it? Like, I didn't know, like, the not safe for work yeah. <laughs> acronym, so <laughs> hopefully I mean, DWP possible, is not. But I'm not sure. Okay, well, anyway. Um, the subject title is... Dick this happened piercing? No, why would you... Oh, sorry. You How, why does that. that come to your head? Is that a thing? You, uh, piercings on penises? No! Yeah. Oh. The D, DW... Oh, I don't know. I was just <laughs> thinking of something inappropriate. That, right, that was DWP. That's not where my brain went, but okay. Anyway, uh, subject, yeah, this happened to me a while ago, but saw a recent post that with a similar experience. Several years ago, I lost my father. He and I were very close, as were as were my kids, quote unquote, or parentheses, his grandchildren, as we had stayed in El Paso, El Paso. Texas, El Paso, Texas, uh, when my siblings had left Texas and we were the one part of the family that were with him and my mom almost daily on, in El Paso. After he passed away, my second oldest child, my son, had a car accident. As a result of this accident, my son had and still has a TBI. It's a TBI. Traumatic brain injury. Okay. just Mom would have answered that for you. Because she's to. That's true. I mean, with. I know because I read this whole story, oh. but for our listeners who probably don't know oh, right okay. off the top of their head, yeah. thank you. I TBI figured is a would... traumatic brain injury, yes. Okay. Figured you would know. 
Uh, he was in a coma for a month and then came out of the coma, but remembered, re- I'm sorry, but remains in a minimally conscious state for another year and a half. It was Ritalin that actually brought my son out of his minimally conscious state to where he could speak again. That's interesting. I've never actually heard of that. So. Yeah, well, people people who you who people who have ADD use it to kind of like calm, I guess, their mind, you know. But with people who don't have ADD, it kind of like the does the opposite. Yeah, it like makes them like fucking go crazy. Not go crazy, but like it just you know people have taken it to like study for exams and shit like that. Yeah, it had been well over two years after my son's incident. While he was uh, an impatient at TIRR in Houston, do you do you know what that is? Trauma. I no, don't I know. don't. <laughs> okay, I assume it's like a specialized. It's like a, I'm assuming it's a rehab, like Texas a recovery institute for. I don't know. Rehab or re- rehabilitation? I don't know. I'm just bullshitting. We'll look it up. <laughs> anyway. Uh, He was there for therapy after he had shown signs of following commands and was starting on Ritalin shortly after being admitted to TIRR. About one week after he started Ritalin, uh, one day we were riding up an elevator after a day of therapy, and as clear as day, my son asked me, what happened to me? I quickly pulled him off the elevator as I heard this, as it had been a, a long time since my son had spoken. I was in shock. I was ecstatic. I was crying with joy. I pushed him into a waiting area and told him about his accident and about how he had fallen asleep at the wheel and left the roadway and hit two parked U-Haul trailers at full speed. It was a miracle he was alive. Sorry. I mentioned that my dad must have called in a favor in heaven that he could um, to get my son this far. And again, just Well, a reminder, I guess, for both of us, because we kind of went off on a rant that our listeners didn't hear. Uh, Her her father had passed away while all this was happening. Uh, When I said this to my son, his eyes got wide and he asked me, what happened to grandpa? It broke my heart to realize that due to his brain injuries, my son had the brain injuries my son had endured, that he had forgotten that my dad, his grandfather, had passed away. That memory had to be one of... Uh, one that was lost to my son as a result of the damage to his brain. Uh, To tell him this and to see him break down and cry, suffering this loss all over again, was just so heartbreaking. I can't even imagine. Eventually, he was better as time went on in TIRR. He did well uh, in his therapies. One night, while still in or still at TIRR, I had a dream. My father came to me in my dream. He told me that he was Uh, that he was proud of me for the sacrifices that I had made to be there for my son, telling me that I was a good father for being with him at every step along the way to his healing, and to tell him that he, my son, could get it all back, but that it was going to be the fight of his life. The last thing that he said in the dream was to tell my son to stay strong. It was a powerful dream, and it seemed so real. I told my son about it that morning when he awoke. Not long after that, my dad came back to me again. He was sitting next to me in this dream, his right hand on my shoulder. He was telling me something, but I was having trouble understanding him. It was almost as if he was having trouble speaking. And I told him in this dream, Dad, I'm having trouble understanding you. Is there something wrong? Like, Why, why are you talking like that? 
He looked at me and wrote the word, sorry. He then very slowly said, I forget that, I forget where I'm at now. I do not need to use my mouth to speak. This all feels so strange now, and it was hard to speak like I used to. I only wanted to say, to tell you that I love you. I am proud of you and happy that you are with the son's name, which he kind of erased. Uh, I'll say Mike. Uh, I'm going to watch you too. I cannot say for how long, only for as long as I'm able and allowed. Please remind Mike that he has to fight now, harder than ever. Tell him, again, to keep strong. I do not know if this visit from my dad were just dreams, but I chose not to think so. It all felt too real and yet surreal at the same time, but his visit came to me at dark times and were sorely needed. I believe there is more to this world, more, more than we ever get to know and see. One day I hope to see him again. Miss you, Pops. Obviously, when I first read that, I was like, oh, my God. And now reading it out loud, like, I got choked up and I'm still like, oh, my God. So, yeah. I called that Pops. Ugh. That's crazy. Right? And that's so sad. As I wipe my tears away with the sleeve of somebody's shirt in my closet, because I'm still recording in my closet. Yeah, I like that story. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't even imagine like having to tell my child twice that their like grandparent has passed away. away. Like that trauma, like doing that all over again. Yeah. Fuck that. And just uh as an FYI, T I R R is the Institute for Rehabilitation and Research. Ah. It's kinda half right. (laughs) Sort of. Got the rehabilitation part. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> and it is in Houston. One of four. Yeah. It's actually kind of close to. Uh, this is from Pez Queen on Reddit. Title is Very Odd Phone Call from Myrtle's Plantation. So I guess that kind of ruins it, but all right, let's go. <laughs> a few minutes ago, I had an incoming call. This is from like 19 days ago. A few minutes ago, I had an incoming call from Francisville, Louisiana. I ignored the call and they called back. So I answered. There was a woman's voice, super raspy. And she said, I heard you. you I heard you have a birthday coming up. I have a present for you. Then proceeded to sing nope. ring around the rosy. Nope. And then began to giggle, but in a completely different tone of voice and then hung up. I Googled the number and found that it was from Myrtle's plantation. I called the number back and a young woman who works there answered the phone. I explained to her that had, what had just happened and asked if the place is haunted. She said, it's the most haunted home in America. All of the hair on my body is standing up. I'm thoroughly freaked out. I live in the Northeast and have never been to Louisiana. So, so yeah, that's it. Yes. But, Uh, okay. So, and so I said, it's really short too. Um, Yeah. But I mean, that's fucking creepy. Like for somebody to call and say like, if it's your birthday and then like, I have a gift for you and then start seeing a ring around the rosy, knowing like what ring around the rosy, like ashes. ashes yeah. It, it's like a very morbid fucking song. And you know, yeah. just if you don't know what, just look up ring around the rosy and its origins yeah. and stuff. And, and it's fucking creepy. Um, but yeah, so like I said, crazy story, 
If it would happen to me, I would have fucking shit my pants. Yeah, I would have thrown my phone. But the only reason I like it's kind of weird to me is like I feel I feel like if you live in the U.S., you know about fucking Myrtle's, you know, the Myrtle Plantation or, or maybe I guess maybe because just we're into the paranormal. Yeah, I, I don't maybe it's just because we're into the paranormal stuff like we've heard of it like so many times. So maybe I'm wrong and people don't know what Myrtle's Plantation is, but I feel like it's like so famous that you can't not know about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. for her to say, I've never heard of Myrtle's Plantation before because I've never been to Louisiana. I was like, well, I'm from Texas and I've never been to Louisiana, but I know what Myrtle's Plantation is. Yeah. But then again, I also watch a lot of paranormal shows. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody creepy. and their mother has gone to investigate there. Yeah. We should but, go to New uh, Orleans. That'd be kind of crazy to go. I'd like to go there. We should. It's super creepy. You can walk into any building, building, and be like, "Yeah, this is haunted." Like everything, like literally the entire city has this like super creepy paranormal vibe to it. Badly. But yeah, that was my that was my story. Like I said, I know it was short. That's why I was like, "Let me get this in real quick." Yeah. Also, yeah. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast when Michelle sent um, the invitation for Zencaster on my laptop because oh, my yeah. phone's got. I have I think like four email accounts on my phone, but on my laptop I only have the We Believe and I have my my personal email. Uh, in total, I have. When that one came in, I had 13,666 messages uh, unread. So 13,666. If that isn't that most unluckiest number, I don't know what is. Hey, but at least the the podcast didn't cut out this time. That's true. Well, because I got new internet now. So that's that's actually a good sign. But yeah. So that was a thing that happened. Nice. But all right, guys, I was actually able to get my fucking uh, word open. I thought there was something wrong with it. But um, yeah, if you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedu.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social medias. So make sure you go like, follow, share on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website or click the link to your favorite site to listen to podcasts such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And leave a review as well. We'll read that, which we'll read on the podcast. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on T-shirts and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach... And finally, if y'all want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed and we can keep you anonymous and only share information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate for you, translate that for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you? Do you?